Hey guys, I want to welcome you to a special look back at some post-show content that we've done over the last couple of weeks, uh, show 98, 198, and 199, and uh, this is put together on February 14th, happy Valentine's Day, by the way. We, uh, because of my schedule, was not able to do a live podcast, but a lot of good conversation that went on on the post-shows of both those. In fact, if you're catching this for the first time, you can head back over to The Average Guy. TV and uh, get the links to it if you want to listen to the, fo- the full shows are all available for you over there I want to say thanks for listening remind you if you're using uh, if you're using Amazon use our Amazon affiliate link the average guy.tv slash Amazon and in Canada that's the average guy.tv slash Amazon CA want to continue to encourage you to go out and catch the newsletter uh, we are getting continue to get more subscribers to that as well and that's out at the average guy.tv slash newsletter if you haven't caught that love to have you do that I hope you enjoy this. Uh, some great post-show content only available if you listen to the post-show live. So many of you have not heard this content. It's brand new. Chris Barnes, Andy Sokolovich, just some really good post-show content. We bring up some questions, talk about some things that didn't get covered in the show. Hope you enjoy it. T-10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, all three engines up and burning, 2, one, zero, and lift off. The final lift off of the planet. Hey, let me ask you while well, we're kind of just doing some post show stuff. What, from a licensing, because do you, you don't have an MSDN subscription, I assume. No. So you're the average guy when it comes to yep. Windows licensing. How, how do you kind of handle the. I assume you bought a license when it was 50 bucks for 2011. Yep. It, for, for that stuff. And then how do you handle yeah, your Windows 50. licensing? Just just with the PCs that you buy, or how do you, how do, you do that? Yeah, well, no, um, the desktop I'm podcasting from is uh, one that I built, so I bought an OEM version okay. of uh, Windows, and when the Windows 8 update came out, I got that. That was relatively cheap when you've just got the update. And then there's a, there's a little trick you can do with the slow manager um, to use the update to do a clean install of Windows 8 instead of oh, yeah. migrating from 7 to 8. And I, I right. did that. Right. So you say like SLMGR rearm and you can in fact use that upgrade media to um, install. install right? yeah. yeah. So it is an update but it is a fresh install which I like to do with every version. Yeah. And so how many, how many Windows boxes do you have local there? So I've got uh, the Media Center, which is on 7, this desktop, which is on 8.1. Um, on my laptop, I'm using Ubuntu and Windows, so I've got a dual boot there. Um, Ubuntu for some software development in Ruby I'm doing, and uh, Windows for the rest, and I've been doing more of that recently. Um, so I've, been, I've actually been... I've for, your, for the day Windows. job, right? For the no, day just job. for oh. myself. Oh, okay. Just like on the side and yeah. uh, just learning some Ruby. Software, I know you're a software guy yeah. by day. Yeah. Yep. So um, I'm a C-sharp developer, ASP.NET developer. So yep. um, just kind of learning some, some different ways of doing things on the side. And if you're using Ruby, it's probably better just to use Linux. They're, it was kind of born out of Linux and yeah. um, the open source world. And it's just don't force it on Windows. So I dual boot for, for that. And Visual Studio guy, I, you have to yeah. be almost, right? Yeah. And, and um, yeah. Okay. For C-sharp. MVC or web forms? 
MVC. I, I, my last job, I was in web forms, but uh, MVC is much nicer. Uh, a lot of days. people, a lot of enterprises are moving to MVC. Yeah. So. A lot of enterprises are moving, kicking, and screaming to MVC as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We adopted we we adopted MVC. We were web forms for a lot of years, and then uh, have mostly moved, or are trying to move to MVC for the most part. So that's. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of MVC was born out of Ruby on Rails. Really, it is the same kind of idea, but um, taken into a uh, the Microsoft stack. And done a Microsoft way, you know, it's it's actually quite different. But it's the same general overarching idea as Ruby on Rails is. That's so kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, it's software, software development. In the seven years I've been managing these developers at Gallup, man, it's it, it's just some rapid changes going oh, on. Yeah. And just different ways of thinking about it. And the web, it, I... I the web has changed so much in those seven years. Uh, yeah, here we are video conferencing in HD in a web browser, right? I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, it's insane, <laughs> isn't it? And, and, uh, and, the, and the picture is really good. And here's, here's what's interesting. So I went back. I was, um, I was recently migrating a lot of my podcast to archive.org just to have them there. Right. right? That's was, what I use for hosting, actually. Oh, do you? So full-time hosting on that? Yeah, and, we, we don't have as many listeners, so it just it's enough. It works, right? And, and, yeah. and I think the interface has actually gotten a lot better over at archive.org. Their meta tagging is awesome. Yeah, it was about a year ago they updated the interface. It was horrid for a long oh, time. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah. So it so I've been I was moving the shows over there uh, to to archive.org and and it caused me to go back and look at various posts that I've been doing. Yeah, you know, we've been doing this for four years. And I just think of the, how podcasting has changed in the last four years. Yeah, and true. some of the video, the very first video that we did in Google, because we were, you know, Hangouts came out. I was on the beta program. The very first week, they went live like on a Tuesday. We did home server show and Google Hangouts on Wednesday, right? It was one of those <laughs> pu public on Tuesday. We were doing it on Wednesday. And that it was awful. The, the video was awful. The no, terrible, quality yeah. was terrible. The sound was awful. And but we thought it was great, you know. When after we, we saw did the it, potential, like, yeah, 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 we're like, so, oh, this is we so couldn't good. do this before. Now we can. Yeah, and you know, we had cobbled in those early days. We cobbled a solution together with UStream and and some other things of doing it that way. But the ads were creeping in and some of those kinds of things. So when I was looking at the video quality, I'm like, God, this is just terrible. So to think about how far we've come with this kind of media, the fact that we're broadcasting this live million at least a million people could be watching it too It'd be fine yeah they're not yeah but yeah it would work great you know and you think wow that's amazing infrastructure you know so definitely yeah see yeah. we were doing before all the hangouts business happened we were doing a um live stream through xsplit mm -hmm. and we did video for a long time we ultimately gave up on doing any kind of video just because it was just a distraction for what we were trying to do. And uh, we did it for a good year or so and just kind of gave up yeah. on it because yeah. it's just a distraction. It's become, for us, it's become part of our DNA. So we, yeah. it's just, is like you said, it is, is, it is what it is. You guys really focus and do a great job on, you know, your audio quality is great. Your production value at the end, your finished product, I think is really, really good. 
Um, and we, it, mine probably suffers a little bit because we focus on the live. Yeah. And that kind of takes, that might take a little bit. Well, you know, give and take, take a little bit. Yeah. 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 And, and it's just the audience, right? From that standpoint. And, and here's a fun fact. You know, the, uh, the theme song, um, that is something that I, uh, wrote, played and recorded on all, all the same equipment that I used to, uh, do the podcast. Yeah. 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 So you wrote your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. There's two generations of music. We we did one, and then I went back to the drawing board and did it again, and uh, ended up being a little bit better, I think. Yeah. How long is the clip? How, the 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 initial clip that you put together when you recorded it? How much? Thirty seconds worth? Of? Uh, I don't know. Let me look because I basically just loop it. But I can look right now and tell you exactly how long it is. They like your shirt, by the way, in the chat. Oh, yes. DC United. Um, DC United just got a brand new soccer-specific stadium deal. So that's a pretty big deal wow. uh, around these parts. Oh, no. they're referring. I thought they were referring to the shirt. They're referring to your koala on the, on the mic. Oh, stand. yes. <laughs> that's from Rennie. Um, when <laughs> Rennie came to DC, he gave me this koala nice. here. Nice. So that's he gets awesome. To <laughs> yeah, I've, I did. I wouldn't have noticed that either. That uh, that it was on the mic stand, and then I was like, "What? What's that over there?" Oh, yeah, it's a koala. I don't always understand those Australians. You know, it's kind of sketchy. Okay, but minute it, nine is the theme song. That's how long it is. A minute nine, and how long did it take you to to kind of produce it once you started working on it? Oh, it was probably a, like a day's work, like okay. on the weekend sometime. And you did drums. I haven't heard it, so is it? I probably have, yeah. but I don't remember. Drums, bass, um, piano. Let's see. How could I? Can you feed it back in? I've got a, uh, I've got a PC that could do that. Here, let me just. Yeah, here. How about how, if you if you can do that right off the top of your head? Why don't yeah. I just put it on uh, somewhere? Well, hold on. I'll just, it's at the beginning of your podcast, right? So sure, that works. The user. This is the End User, episode 189, CES 2015 edition, for Thursday, January 8th, Google Food. Hello, and welcome to the End User, the show. All right, so that's, that's it. Yeah, there you right. go. And so it's guitar, yeah. electric guitar, and, and do you have any keyboards in that as yes. well? Or just, okay. So the drums are the keyboards, or the uh, keyboard back here is the drums. And I've got my old Mexican Strat here. Oh, nice. Well, let me focus on you. Yeah, very nice. How long have you been playing? Uh, since college. So okay. Actually, since right before college. So, the reason I learned to play is because I, I played soccer all throughout my youth, and I tore my ACL twice in high school. So, mm. when I was after the surgery, which takes four to six months to recover from, uh, I had nothing to do. I was sitting around. So, I picked up the guitar and learned to taught myself to play. <laughs> Very good. It's a, a good reason to start playing guitar, you know? Yeah. 
you know, my daughter just picked up the guitar and uh, she's been playing. We bought her a mini Taylor, I think, and and um, and so she's been she's been practicing. And although I don't hear it, and I I said to her the other day, I said, "Have you been playing?" <laughs> that thing wasn't cheap. wasn't too expensive either. But I was like, "Have you been practicing that?" And she's like, "Yeah." She goes, "I'm like, I don't hear it." She's like, "I just play really quiet. I don't. I'm you know, I'm still a little self conscious that I'm not making <laughs> yeah. the right notes, and so I'm playing it really quiet." So, and of course with with electrics you know i just plug my earphones in and it just right. sounds like pretty much nothing right yeah you can just strum it and 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 run all the effects uh through your yeah through your headphones somewhere down there i've got a, a multi-effects pedal too so that i can apply different kind of gains and stuff like that yeah and then you know i i've got this audio interface i don't know if i've talked about this before it's a mbox and what it does it runs pro tools so it runs the the professional audio tools that we learned to use in, in school, which was right. for audio engineering. And uh, so I, I, I get to use all of that. This acts as a preamp for the, um, for this microphone. And then I plug the uh, pedal into that. And so you can record all of that through, through that interface. Is that an Avid Mbox? Yes. Mbox and two, actually. Two, two, so two inputs? Right. Although I, it's two because it was the second, right? But it, but, but it has two mic inputs. Two yeah, XLRs. like there's there's an M box two mini for example, okay. which has no XLRs. This has two. Yeah. Okay, and that comes with Pro Tools. So can you buy it. This has changed. So you can now buy Pro Tools as software, but back in the day when I got this, um, the price to admission for using Pro Tools was to buy their specific hardware. Got it. And there, there's really, uh, particularly here in the United States, Pro Tools is the only audio program that any professional studio uses anywhere. Uh, over in the UK and elsewhere, they're a little more into like Cubase or something. But if you're in the United States and you're producing audio, you're using Pro Tools in some way. Unless you're me. <laughs> Right. Then you're not. <laughs> well, and, you know, like for the podcast, I use Audacity, right? Because Pro Tools right. is overkill. Yeah. But yeah. For... Hey, let me ask you this. One piece of podcasting gear that you don't currently have Ooh. that you'd be, you'd be looking to, to acquire in 2015, what would it be? I always like talking to fellow podcasters because a lot of my podcasting friends podcast about podcasting. And so they're right. always interviewing podcasting <laughs> like, people. Uh, like, like Dave, Dave Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. yeah, the legend. Yeah, the legend, Dave. Hey, it's uh, podcasting with him on Saturdays. You know, we've done that for a year now. It's so much fun. I yeah. just love being the color, you know, the color commentator in the background, and he kind of does a lot of the heavy lifting. And Saturday mornings are just—I really look forward to them. It's fun to have call-in. You know, you, you don't know what's coming up, and, right? And uh, so that's been a blast for me. That was a big surprise. I didn't think I would enjoy that kind of podcasting as much as I do. Um, I really look forward to Saturday mornings, but all those people, they're all those, that whole group we hang out with there, they're all podcasters. So, you yeah. know, uh, <laughs> but it's, so it's, but on this show, rarely with the exception of like Mike Howard, um, right. rarely do I have a podcaster on here. So it's, it's fun to have another podcaster. What kind of equipment, anything you're looking at? Okay. So I do two things, I think, um, since you're writing the checks, yeah. um, <laughs> this mixer I have right in front of the monitors that you can't see is the worst thing I've ever used ever. And what is and it? I, it's like a Radio Shack, oh, okay. terrible 
awful piece of equipment. Now, what it does is it takes in two stereo inputs and merges them to one. So it's effectively my headphones mixer. So mm -hmm. I take the output of the M box and put it into this mixer. And I take the output of the computer and put it to this mixer. And it mixes the two and puts it yeah. out to the speakers. So on the left, I have my computer audio. And on my right, I have the M box audio. Mm -hmm. um, so that's all it does. But I'm pretty sure it causes some like squealy noises and it's not well grounded. It's just poorly made. I'm pretty sure it was like $40, you, you know, like at a Radio Shack. So it's really bad. I'm pretty sure it was like $40. Yeah, it's been a long time now that I've That's had this mixer. Awesome. So That's I definitely awesome. replaced this with maybe something from Behringer or something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mackie. Alesis. Yeah, those, or Mackie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Alesis. Yeah, Alesis. They're up there. You know, I went Alesis uh, on the Multimix Eight, and I it, I got it for ninety nine bucks at Guitar Center, and it's the you know it's no, the that's lowest not bad. End. No, not not for for what I do, not at all. You know, the higher versions, which you have trouble getting this way anymore, but they they allowed you to put through FireWire. They allowed you to put multiple channels through into your PC. Well, I don't do that kind of podcasting, anyways. And so it was a that was a super good deal, you know. At work, because uh, I had a little bit more money, I bought a Mackie uh, twelve channel, it, for like two forty five, and even that's not a bad price for a for a sixteen channel. I think is what it's what is that? Or is it a twelve? I think it's a twelve, and it's got eight XLRs on it. I forget the model number, but the, that's been a great mixer too. The Alesis has been. I bought a, a, a four channel Alesis that I take on the road with me, and man, that thing has just been a little workhorse. They're not advertisers being tough, but it's done a lot of remote stuff with me and held up pretty well. So that's uh, that's kind of been that's kind of been my choice. So maybe a new mixer is uh, is uh, would would be the next thing if you were uh, if you were thinking about upgrading something. Yeah. So new mixer. And then I'll give you two more. And one's not for podcasting. Okay. High OPR 40. I'd like to try that out. I bet you that would sound great. <laughs> Although you've got, good, you've got good pipes. I think you'd sound good in anything. Yeah. This, so this ATR like doubled in price since yeah. I got it back in the day. Did you, buy, you pay 35 for it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can still get the 2005s for 49. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So in the other one, I will drop a... Uh, I'll drop a link here. This is this is a small version of a uh, Pro Tools mixing surface. So hmm. they make these in. I'm not. Sh uh, they have to make. The, they still have to make the bigger one. They at school we had one that was 24 channels across, and basically this device you don't route audio through it. It's not a mixer. It's a giant mouse, essentially. So um, you can control Pro Tools from this thing, and you slide the, the thing up, and the corresponding fader in Pro Tools will slide up. Ah. Now, what's cool is the faders are um, mechanized. So when you open an old project, like let's say you have the guitar on one track, and it's at 8, and the bass is on the next track, and it's at 4. When you open the project, all the faders jump into position, 
and it's just really neat. That's so. creepy. I've seen that happen. Yeah. We did a gig. <laughs> I did a gig at the base chapel, the Air Force Base Chapel, and they got crazy, and well, they got a bunch of money, and they bought this 24-channel super um, – everything was, was uh, mechanized. And a USB interface, you could use the iPad. Inter- you know, it had an iPad <laughs> nice. app, and you could run it. Yeah, and it was those kinds of things. So, and it had 99 presets in it that you could, you know, just click, 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 hit enter, and whoop. So you'd, you know, you talk about scenes. You could set up 99 different scenes right. based yeah. on that, and it would just whoop, go right to them. No, there was one on this thing. This the older one was called the C twenty four. That was the twenty four channel one. They had one mode on it called Vegas mode, and it was completely useless. <laughs> All it did was slide the sliders in a sine wave <laughs> and blink all the lights really rapidly. <laughs> that there was this awesome. button. It's, there was this yeah. button. It said like Vegas, and you're like Vegas okay. demo mode. Yeah. Right, it, 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 they all have that demo built in that'll move things around, and and uh, yeah, that was too much power for us. We we <laughs> we ended up having more trouble because we had uh, three or four different services trying to do this one board, and inevitably somebody would uh, somebody would be smarter than they actually were, and they would affect they would change something, then wipe out right. settings yeah. from of course. you know the thing before and. Or they'd come in and and uh, they couldn't figure out their own settings, so they would just reset the board, and it reset everything. You know, so you'd come in the next time and all, everything you'd worked, you know, we'd have guys stay late to try and you know, or we'd come in early to set stuff up and get the sound levels right and that kind of stuff, and just wiped out. See, in thing. in school we had a studio that had a completely analog mixer. It was from a company called uh, Wonder Wunder, or German, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it was a completely analog board, so when you you would uh, work on a mix or something, and you would um, you know you'd fiddle around with the faders, and we had outboard compressors and all that kind of business and and preamps and stuff. So once you left the studio, it's an analog board. There's no going back, right? Mm-hmm. So you'd have to uh, you'd have to mix it, and w- before you left, you would reset the board, take everything to zero. And if you wanted to get it back, you just could not. Yeah, and that's and those bigger boards, especially with the turn knob, you know, it's super important where you get those yeah. where you get those knobs at. And uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's that's some interesting stuff. I, you know, I've pretty much with my Alesis, I have pretty much set it and forget it. Um, by the way, went real quick. If you're listening on Spreaker or Mixer, we're going to cut you off. See you guys. Um, I have kind of set it and forget it type deal where I just don't I don't mess with the mixer very much. Every once in a while, I'll I'll make a few adjustments to it, but you get it. I kind of get it set right, and just kind of leave it there. I don't do enough with it, and it's you know it's a it's got full four XLRs in. I use one, I, and I guess right. I use it line in. Like I can one of the things I was going to do this tonight. I'll have to do it next time. One of the fun things I've been doing, you know, is taking call in questions. And so people call me, and it comes to my phone. It, I got something wrong with my phone. Usually what I want it to do is come to my Gmail account so that I can, or my voice account. But for some reason, it's only coming to my phone. Hmm. But that's okay. So I just go to the voicemail app. Let's, let me find that real quick. And it, you know, it gives me an extra channel to be able to, um, let's see if this is Neil's call. I hope it is. Um, let's see if this will play for me. Hi, yes, my name is Carrie. I'm 
No, that's not. That's not Neil. <laughs> Let's see if this is Neil. Hey, Jim, this is Neil again, the Daily Rant. Yeah, so Neil's been calling me every day. Um, but it, <laughs> it it makes for a really nice, in this case, you know, to be able to plug in the phone. And it sounds, I mean, it sounds yeah, okay. Yeah, it sounded pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. We played, I mean, given that it's a, it's a phone, right? Yeah, it's my it's my S4. I mean, you're, uh, it's not like an MP3 file, right? Uh, no, it's a weird, in fact, I wish it was. Um, <laughs> it's a weird, like, WMR huh. file. Yeah, and no, no. I, 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 can exp- I, can, I can share it off the phone, right? I can, I can, like, move it to Dropbox. But there's nothing on the planet that plays it. Oh, real audio player plays it. Mm, when was the last time you, yeah, when was the last time you <laughs> used real audio player? Right? Yeah. Does it, is it even available anymore? You know, kind of. I have no idea. I don't either. I I haven't used real. It has in, to have been more than a decade, at least. Yeah, at least. So, one of those. Oh, actually, someone. Well, that was weird. Somebody just tried to call me. Yeah, something just beeped. Um, I wonder if. Hello, somebody, you're live on the air. <laughs> I probably could have done that. Uh, <laughs> if your phone number ends in zero seven four is no. Zero seven nine seven. Did you? Did somebody try and call me? Oh, here it is. Oh, yeah, it's Andrew from Australia. Hold on. I think it's Andrew. Let's let's bring him in. Oh, he won't be able to hear us. Hey, this is Jim. Can you hear me? I answered. Hey, are you there? Can you hear me? No, he hung up. That's the that's the trouble, right? Is that this is only this is one you know one directional. Yeah. And so you plug it in to get the input into the show, but I can't necessarily, you know, you, you end up kind of like putting this <laughs> by, you know, by the, it was like the other day I was testing out a uh, lapel mic and, uh, but I was sitting at the, I was sitting at the producing table. It's got a mic and stuff at work. So I ended up just pinning the lapel mic to the, to the, to the, um, you know, <laughs> the foam. <laughs> and And it was like, Hey, this lapel actually almost sounds as good as an ATR twenty one hundred. It wasn't a bad. Hey, some of those the if you get the Countryman lavalier mics, they're kind of incredible. You'd be surprised how good that little yeah that little condenser. you got to look at Countryman yeah yeah. Well, this was sure, and it wasn't bad. It was a sure. I'm sure in its day it was four or five hundred bucks, and uh, not a bad, not a bad sound. In fact, I I had it coming in on channel two. Um, and, uh, and the, the mic on number one, and I had somebody on the other end and I was flipping between the two. I'm like, okay, tell me if you can hear the difference. And then I'd be on one, I'd say something, I'd be on two and I'd say something. And, and so they keep trying to call me. All right, hold on. Let me see if we can get them. All right. Hey, this is Jim. Can you hear me? Yep. Oh, Andrew. Actually, I said it can't be the delays. <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to be a little bit delayed for you. Uh, Chris, you can hear Andrew, right? Yes. Yeah, except he can't hear you. That's the one. Right, the he one can't hear me. Too. He can't hear you, but... Yeah, I get the feedback, I get the feedback through you, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So you should, at this point, you should turn off. You're never going to hear Chris. You should probably turn off. Yeah. If, if you've got something going on, you should probably turn that off. But, uh, hey, you're live on Home Gadget Geeks. What's your question? <laughs> 
when can I come back on? <laughs> Anytime you're ready. Are you ready to come back on and join us back on the real show, Andrew? Yeah, yeah. Look, um, maybe I think we said it in two weeks' time, didn't we? Yeah, actually, I have you on the schedule, don't I? I think I have you yeah. scheduled for because you're hearing me. I think you're hearing me through my phone at this point. I think that's the. Yeah, I am. The, yeah, you're hearing me through the phone. So I think you're scheduled for Chris. Hang tight for me one sec here. Yeah, you're good. Uh, you are uh, for the 29th, right? Or 30th for you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. You've, you've just answered your phone on YouTube. Say that again? You've just answered on YouTube. I did. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that's, it's 30 to 45 seconds. It's 30 to 45 seconds. No, no, they have four or five. That four or five minutes. Four or five minutes? Yeah. Wow. That's not good. That, that's a long time. Yeah, that, yeah it is not. a long time. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time to to wait for it. So, well, no, this is kind of interesting. I, I wish, Andrew, you could hear Chris. Let's see, how, how could I do that so that you could hear Chris in real time? It makes you... You'd need some some kind of you'd need something to feed it back um, through yeah, the microphone. Feed, feed it back into the phone, right? Because yeah, there there is a uh, there is a microphone there is a microphone wire in there somewhere because you can plug in mics to it. Yeah, well, maybe it would yeah, be. You'd, you'd probably get feedback off the mic, or uh, no, the mixer should take care of that. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Because right, you have. <laughs> I have, have to think about yeah, it. Maybe the, I can tell you that it's yeah, stereo. Anyway, I'll, let you get back, I'll let you get back to the post show, and I'll, I'll, catch, I'll try and catch you over the weekend. All right, it sounds good. Good talking to you, Andrew. I was yep, about to cool. be like, you, all right, take care. Yeah. Bye. 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 I was about yeah. to say, like, bye, but then I know. Yeah, he can't hear you. <laughs> so th there is, there's, um, on any phone's audio jack, uh, there's three. There's left, yeah. right, mic. So yeah, so maybe, I would just need, need a special. Yeah, see, it's only stereo. You can right. see the two bands. right. So you'd need a three-pronged one that that wire could go into a mixer or something. I wonder if they make a splitter. I think Dave Jackson's got a split. Ooh, do you hear that? Yeah, there you go. That's my finger touching. Yeah, it. that's um, your your ground. <laughs> he, I think he he might use Boss Jock. I don't know. He's got um, he's got he figured that all out on his side, and I haven't. I I, I didn't really want to take. It was great to have Andrew on the phone, by the way, but I didn't really want to take. I, you know, for this show, I don't take callers. And so I haven't messed with that. But, yeah, you're right, right? I would need something that's controlling the Yeah, the, they have to the make microphone. some kind of splitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been using, you know, and Ask the Podcast Coach, we've been using Block Talk Radio's um, telephone right. inter interface. But it, it, it has a second of latency in it that is just enough that you step all over each other. Right. That can be killer. It's awful. And also, I, I'm used to, um, on the end user, we're, we're fairly back and forth with each other. Um, so I'm kind of used to jumping in and stepping on people. So then when I'm talking to somebody and there's even some more delay, I'm even more likely to step on do, them. Do you have delay in the when, when you're talking about It's Tyler, right? A Taylor. Taylor. So when you're talking with Taylor, is there latency between the two of you? Because I think I've, sometimes I feel like when I listen to you live, I, I feel like you wait yeah, sometimes, for him. Sometimes there is, yeah. Well, and also um, one of the things that we 
kind of have a informal arrangement about is that um, if, for example, you don't want to take intro into the next story, you just stay silent. Because after, in post-production, I run a plug-in on the thing that removes all the silence. Yeah. So yeah. if you stay silent and nobody talks, that will automatically get edited out. I don't even have to edit it. It just goes away. Yeah. Because you run, you've got a script, right? You, don't have, you have an Audacity script that goes yes, through do. and does all this post-production stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a script that applies some EQ that um, gives me the like big bottom uh, radio kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it boosts the uh, bass on my voice just a little bit and like a dB or two, something like that. And then the uh, um, it trails off the all the treble noise that you can't hear. So, you know, at, at a certain point in the spectrum, yeah. there's just treble that humans can't hear. Right. So you, you just throw all, that that, out. throw all that information away. Only noise lives up there, so you can get rid of it. Yeah, I get some of that, too, and I just I use that noise filter to just take it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then I apply uh, a couple other things. You do normalization? Yes, we do normalization. Mm-hmm. Here, let me open it up real quick. Right, so I do... I do an EQ, I do a pretty hefty compression, and I do a normalize. And I do that after I remove all the silence. Yeah, so it goes through in steps, right? So you just, you load the audio in, yeah. run the script, and it just goes through in steps. Yeah, it and... takes about five minutes. I walk away yeah. for a while. That's pretty good. Five minutes, is that's that's fast for all that stuff that it's doing. I Let mean, me see, I... it's an hour, right? You guys have about an hour yeah, it's audio. Yeah, usually about an hour. And I compress the crap out of it, too. Oh, do you? Yes. No, not compress size, but compress sound? No. Uh, in fact, it's 192. Oh, okay. Um, which is pretty big for a podcast. Okay. But yeah, that no, is pretty a- big. Audio compress. Right, right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I probably should do more with it, but. Yeah, I do eight and a half to one okay. compression. Which wow. is, that's pretty stiff. Yeah. But yeah. radio well, does uh, infinite compression. Really? Yeah, they call it brick wall limiting. They usually do, um, they usually do limiting. Yeah. Well, your, I, I, your audio gets good reviews. I mean, I, the guys are saying that out there. The, you know, a lot of the guys that come here listen to you, too, over there at End User. And, um, and so... Um, they, you know, I think it's pretty good. Every time I've listened to it, it's uh, it's it's sounded really good and been been clear. And you know, it, at some point you're listening to it in the car, yeah. So it's yep. it's good enough. I I, um, I I need to do some things better. It's just one of those things I need to kind of commit to. I've got to find a system that works for me and works every time. That yeah. I can see, and that's what I did with yeah. this. Is now it's all automated, and I don't even have to think about it. Right. Yeah. So I just I remove the I remove the silences and then I apply my three effects chain and I walk away from get some tea or whatever. And right. Come back tea, and tea, uh, Earl Grey. Right. I go talk to my Amazon Echo. 
to get All my right. little Greg. The guys are starting to drop off. Chris, hang tight one sec. Uh, if you're uh, guys out in the chat room, thanks for coming out and staying along with us tonight. Of course, we always stay along. So that's that's the tradition here. And uh, we Dave used to call it snack break weekly over at uh, when he was doing. Um, when he was doing uh, Surface Geeks, they would, when they went into post show, they would all get snacks and then come back <laughs> and eat and talk while they were doing it. We never did that here. But guys, if you're out in the chat room, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. So Ken is saying he can't wait for the big, the big celebration show next week. Uh, it's going to be the biggest. Yeah. It'll be the most anticlimactic. We'll say woohoo, yeah. 200, and then we'll move right into the interview with LastPass. Yeah, they actually talked about it on the Golden Globes. I thought I heard somebody say. I think I, I heard that too. During one of their uh, victory speeches, I think speeches. it was Oprah. Yeah, that came Oprah. Out. She said, hey, "Jim Collison, <laughs> you get a car, you get a car, you get a car for the 200th episode of Home Gadget Geeks." That's right. They were celebrating the 200th episode. No, that's that's, a, that's a story. Don't look that up. I um, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that yeah, is a no. good milestone, though. That's that's crazy. I mean, you don't you don't ever think when you start these things that you're going to get to show 100. I mean, now it's 200. So yeah, keep moving forward. Yeah, no, it's good. We'll just keep going. I I'll have to quit at 999 because all the systems I've put in place only allow for three digits. So <laughs> at 999, we call it quits. Yeah. Well, you know, by that time, you'll actually be a hologram in somebody's living room. And they'll be sitting there watching you in, like, real life, sort of. <laughs> Mike Howard says he should get a prize for being the longest listener, maybe like a Drobo. Hey, they were, the Drobos were 229 yesterday. 229 bucks, you could get a Drobo. That's a big deal here. Yeah, I was just waiting for somebody to put dollar signs. That's another inside joke here on the, on the podcast. They like to – well, I used to talk about Drobos. You know what a Drobo is? Which Drobo, Drobo is right for you? I'm, I'm checking it out right now. Boom, the one that's right behind me. So this right there. Oh, yeah, check that See? out. So my kids bought that for me two years ago, two birthdays ago. and Well, birthday and a half ago. And, um, the, yeah, two. Giving one yeah. away. And so, oh, man, I've given a bunch of those things away over the years. We've, I, I bet I've given away three of those, maybe four if you count the home server show. Ones that we gave away. Kevin Schoonover says show 201 will be better. Actually, show 201 will feature the one and only Kevin Schoonover along with Andrew Morris. Andrew Morris is coming back. Nice. Oh, well, so Lopta says, is it three digits or three characters? I, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I've kind of committed to, I guess I could always just add a one in front of those numbers. I'd be fine. There's, there's no physical coding limitation that that keeps me to three numbers. So I guess I'll just keep going. Mike, once it filled, once the Drobo filled with four terabyte reds. Do you have any local, you, what do you use for cloud backup, Andy? You use any backup? Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm rocking the Dropbox. A little <laughs> Amazon. I don't know. Not much, not much it, for the safety net. Uh, no, you know, it, it doesn't. I mean, I, I like a little Amazon S3 action I use just because I enjoy using that. Um, so I've used that in the beginning. Then I switched over to Dropbox, and Dropbox is nice. I mean, it's a good way for me to communicate with the you know people that I outsource some of the design work to, and then my wife and the stuff, she helps me with the business. So I try to keep everything pretty simplistic only because there's a learning curve with both myself, and then I don't want there to be a huge amount of time spent teaching others how to use things. So I, it's very simple for me to say, hey, do you use Dropbox? Yes, okay, let's communicate that way. Um, so that's that's about as far as I get. 
So you back up your PCs anywhere to anything? No. Okay. Is this am I going to get chastised now? No, no, no. This is this is a huge backup <laughs> community. I'm just I'm seeing yeah. you know, you're kind of the average guy. You're the average tech guy. You're the listener we're trying to reach. Yeah. In no, I I am. I make no claims that I that I got it all figured out. So I just learn as I go. Yeah. No. No. And and the, the I started podcasting to podcast to you. I mean that yeah. was the the original intent. What happened is we got we gathered a whole bunch of really smart tech guys, and it and it gets a little the boat it, rises a little high sometimes. Sometimes it does. I will say. I mean, when I first met you, and and you said that you were doing the tech podcast, and I, I tuned in to um, you know the average guy, and I started watching some of the episodes, and a few of them I was like, oh yeah, I'm really taking notes and writing stuff down. And then there was some where I came in, I was like, uh, if I have to spend more time googling, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what you were saying. But you know, I learn something every time. It just it just uh, you know my level's a little bit farther down. Yeah, no, it's it's your my target audience. That that's the irony in it, is your who were, um, you know, your who we're trying to reach. Mike Howard wants to know why why don't you back up? I just, yeah, I don't know. I have no set reason for it. I probably should. It's you know, it's well, one of those so things. Let me like, ask you. It's one I of those things like why don't you have a pair of gloves and a bottle of water in the back of your trunk? I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's no reason. Now they're starting to turn on you. Now. I knew that was going to happen. Why'd you ask me that question? You should have known better than that. They should have said, why, "Why is this guy even on your show, Jim?" Because oh, you're the average guy. That's awesome. <laughs> you're, you're who I'm trying. You're who I'm trying to reach. Um, what? So let me ask you this. So I sneak in your house and I smash all your hard drives. Right. Mm -hmm. How how far does that set you back? Not very far. <laughs> and why? Not very far. Because, I, well, I mean, I, I probably put all my eggs in one basket, but between Amazon S3 and Dropbox, oh, okay. I have all my client files in there, and, and everything's, uh, you know, probably not super secure, but it's in there. And if yeah, I so have to get to it, up. I can. You yeah, so up. I do. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I, when I create content for my clients, I create it, I go through it, I do the editing, I drop it in Dropbox, and then we go back and forth via some link sharing. They they join a shared folder, and that's what works for me. And it works for them, and it's simple. Trust me, a lot of some of the clients that I work with here in Clinton, Iowa, even even just outside like a 50 mile radius, if I was to explain to them how to do anything outside of Dropbox, it would take more time for me to get them on board with what I was doing than it would be for me to actually create the content they're paying me to do. Yeah. So I keep it simple for both myself and them so there's really no reason like I, I don't have uh, I'm not going to stand on a soapbox and say I don't back up because of this I don't back up because I just don't think about it well but, but you I, do right I mean you back up in a sense as you keep those files in the cloud and yeah. you've got them in two different places right you've got them on Dropbox and on Amazon S3 Correct. Yep. Okay. So I got yeah. I got two separate copies and a local and, copy probably and a local copy on my desktop. Right. Yeah. And then now I'm yeah. looking at Drobo and I'm I'm checking that bad boy out too. So Drobo's yeah. nice, man. I I'm not gonna lie. Throw some drives in there, you know, and you get some good. It, but you gotta kind of need a lot of storage. This is the thing. Oh, these guys are gonna kill me now. This is the kind of thing where the average <laughs> guy. So excluding everyone in the chat room, okay. Most people don't need that much storage. <laughs> you know, now, you're a content creator, and you're doing more and more podcasts. I mean, I, I do... I, dude, I've been podcasting for four years, right? I'm just now up to 500 gig of podcast stuff. And that's all the raw video. That's all the produced video. That's all the video in, two different, in three different formats. That's audio raw, audio edited raw, 
audio MP3s, all of that. I keep every stage of the editing process. I keep it all forever, right? Because I'm like, oh, I've got storage. <laughs> I'm trying to fill it up. I do all that, 500, 500 gigs still. Now, Mike Howard, who runs a photography fo- uh, photography podcast, he, you know, his he keeps he gets pictures from the guests, and he he I think he does stuff in other resolutions that I don't, and some of those kinds of things. He runs a little more space, but really, I mean, think about it. 500 gig is all I got, right? That's nothing. And so, do I need a four terabyte home server to store that? No. Do I even need a Drobo to store that? No. You know, for the most part, there's there'd be simple now because I do a podcast about backing up and home servers. Yeah, I have to. This is what I tell my wife. I have to have those things. <laughs> I have to. But I have to, honey. This is what keeps me in an MVP status. You know? Yeah. You know, and she says, and what does that get me? <laughs> Mrs. MVP Nothing. status. <laughs> exactly. Ooh. There you go. Nice. Throw that. So switch that one. It only works once, though. I can tell You're you such a good much. marketing guy. Yeah. No, I'm like, you know, when you introduced me to podcasting, I had no idea. I mean, I had my Blue Yeti, and that was the first mic I got, and I was sitting there recording with that, and then I, I wanted to boost up my sound quality, and I wanted to, you know, I started putting uh, some acoustic foam and stuff in the studio at home, and I started really caring about my quality of my sound, and I started running my, my, my raw MP3 through some filters and making sure that it was normalized and leveled, and that's just how I process things. And I'm sure whether it, when it comes to, you know, storage and backing up, I'll eventually get to that same point too. It's just, you know, I usually pick one thing and I concentrate on that. My brain does not function if I had to work on, hey, learn how to podcast and then also get do this yeah. as well. So Right. I was the same way. I mean I I do take these things in stages and uh you know, you know, I've got the Drobo. Next to it is a IOSafe solo where everything's stored that's fireproof. Right in there. So if the house burned down, I still have a local copy that will survive. Nothing else. I'll have no computers to reinstall it on, but at least I'll get a local copy. Does your wife say, then what happens to the rest of us, Jim? Exactly. You have all your podcasts backed up. <laughs> what about the rest of us? <laughs> Would you buy a fire that? extinguisher, Jim, <laughs> and not buy not buy a home storage that's fireproof? Let's buy a fire extinguisher but first. This is MVP. You have to understand. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a status symbol. No, no. I think I'm looking at these Drobos, and I and I like that. I'll have to do a little bit more uh, reading on that and see if it's something that I you know need. And uh, trust me, I buy enough crap that I don't need. Yeah. Um, and I get chastised for it. not not very often. Every once in a while, my wife. It got bad when I was in Delaware, and I had to tell the UPS guy to drop the packages off at the back door. So mm. that my wife didn't see him at the front door. When yeah. you have a handshake agreement with the UPS guy, you know you have a You're problem. You're slipping him a five. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Door. I really dig the brown. Uh, here's five <laughs> bucks. Can you deliver that to the back door? Because if she sees this, I'll be sleeping on the porch, bro. So, yeah, it Let got bad for a while. to me on the porch. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, a Drobo's a nice, um, you know, Drobo's a nice if, if, if you need probably two terabytes or more at this point. Yeah. You want it. You want some redundant. And you got a bunch of different drives, right? Say you've got a one terabyte and a 1.5 and maybe a half a you know half a terabyte and you want to get some redundancy a drobo is great for that cuz you can just throw all those drives in and it figures everything out for you right from nice. that standpoint yeah and it's no, not what a, about the mini what about the drobo mini no the that? mini the mini was designed to take on the road with you like photographers okay. load a bunch of load a bunch of um, you can get that 4 bay i think cheaper than the mini 
Hmm. Um, you know, if you watch for the deals, they're going to be clearancing that out. They got some new hardware coming, so I think we're going to see a few more deals. But two twenty nine for a four bay Drobo that's USB three, not bad, not a bad deal. No drives, so you're going to have to put a few drives in, but you can put any drives in them. That's the beauty of it is you can oh nice find the cheapest drives at whatever size works for you. Pick those up and throw them in, and it works. It works great. I think in my server I've got two. I have two one terabyte drives, uh, 1.5, a 750 gig. I have to look and see what else is running on that. But it's a whole hodgepodge of. Uh, might, there might even be a two terabyte drive in there. It's kind of a whole hodgepodge. Where did my? Oh, I never installed the software again because I had to reinstall this OS. Um, it's kind of a hodgepodge of, of drives, and it's just super convenient, right? For for the average guy, I think the Drobo is a great storage solution. Not quite as fast as everything else, and you, you know, if your Drobo crashes, you got to get an exact. Well, that's not true either. If your Drobo crashes, say you lose your Drobo at some point, two, two, three years later from now, you lose a Drobo. The way things are today, you can get another one and take those drives out, put them back in the exact same order, and fires right back up for you. Nice. Yeah. Um, How much are they? Uh, retail. Yeah, looking. Let's look on Amazon. That's probably the. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on the, I'm on Drobo's website, but you gotta. I don't think they just give you uh, a flat actually, dollar. Actually, uh, so right now a three bay, no four bay USB three, on Amazon two ninety nine. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. And that same one was two twenty nine yesterday. Although if you use that, I tweeted it. If you use, if you follow that link, it still might be available. You never know. Um, huh. Yeah, I have to look into. I actually have to send that to my father-in-law because that's something that you know he's he has a little home server action going on, and he's really uh, into that. And he's also said the same thing to me: make sure you're backing your stuff up. So, yeah, um, I'm going to heed the warning and maybe make the investment. So, I'll add it to my list. Yeah, well, you're a busy guy. You're a business owner. You, you've you've essentially got stuff backed up, so you're okay with us now, right? We we've accepted <laughs> yeah. you back. Yeah, back into the fold. Um, I have a folder on my desktop where I store everything. Oh, it's safe because it's in a folder. It's in a flop. It's on a floppy drive. It's on a floppy drive. I back it up every night, pull the floppy out. <laughs> you, you see know, that? You see that commercial? I don't know if it's a Geico commercial or which one it is, where the grandma's sitting there and she's talking about how insurance, and she's talking about how she just signed up for car insurance, and she pops out the CD-ROM drive and puts her tea in there. <laughs> she says she's got the tech technology all figured out. She's got it figured out. She's got to figure it out. <clears throat> That's what I feel like on this show. <laughs> yeah, you got to figure it out, man. No, you got to you got it to figure. It out. I just, I also just purchased two uh, three terabyte reds for my home server. Yeah, I, I think I saw that in. on Facebook. Yeah, those are those are some pretty sweet. Those have been pretty sweet. Pretty sweet, man. Pretty sweet. Sweet. Pretty sweet. Yeah, there's. I mean, that's what I think is so cool about the technology, though, is you can never get bored. Oh. I mean, you can never sit back and say, oh, "I wish there was something new," because there's always something new. There's always something to grab your attention. There's always something new to look at and enjoy and kind of embrace. And then once you learn how to use it and you master it, on to the next thing. Yeah, so. it, you just you're right. I mean, I just think about CES alone. There's all kinds of new gadgets coming out along those lines, and all kinds of new <laughs> stuff to do. Yeah. Um, but it's um, yeah, you know. So uh, Tony Rayner was saying strong price on the Drobo, which I think, but still waiting on a Synology box. I I recently so in our community, I'm probably the only one talking about Drobos, but 
a lot of the guys are talking about Synology. Same, have you ever heard of a Synology box before? No, I have not. So same kind of idea as a Drobo, but way smarter, right? The Drobo does everything for you. You just set it and forget it. You load the drives in, and you wait. You know, like right here, if one of these drives, right there, if one of the drives go bad, one of those lights starts blinking, and you literally just pop the drive out, troubleshoot it, or put another drive in, and boom, it fires it back up, formats it, and away you go, right? That's really easy. A lot of the Synology QNAP, those are true NAS boxes. So you load those up with drives and you, you, know, you choose a RAID option. And they got, and some of the newer ones, they're almost like a server. They've got some, you know, some Core i3, Core i5 chips on them. You can actually run some stuff on them. So they're a little bit of an upgrade. They're more expensive. They're in the $600 range, but, but a lot of the guys are using them. And there's a lot you can create uh, kind of media servers with them. You can put, use Plax, which is a kind of a media server option. And so um, that's kind of a step, that's kind of the step up if you're going to get into that kind of stuff. You go to a Synology. I've been looking at the QNAP boxes. Uh, we talked about this last night on Home Server Show. I kind of like the pricing, and I sold one to my nephew-in-law. Is that what you say? If I have a niece and she's married, is he my nephew-in-law? It's a friend. How does that work? <laughs> that's what you say, Jim. You don't try to figure it out. You just say, I, I sold one to a friend. Okay. He's my nephew-in-law. <laughs> and he really, I, he, he, he wrote back the other day, said the thing's working great. So it's um, it's another one of those things. Kevin, is that Drobo still 229 uh, Let's see. Hold on. Where did they put that? I think I tweeted that. They have, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm on there right now on Amazon. It says base unit 299 Yeah. Um, well, this was it. This was a different link here. Let's go to the link okay. I I put out on Twitter. It was on eBay. No, it's still for two, still two ninety nine eBay. Let me throw the. Let's see. Let me throw that link in chat for you. Hold on. Eh, let's see. Wow, that's crazy. So the Drobo, the Drobo, that's the five forty six option, five hundred forty six dollars. That comes already preloaded with four one terabyte drives. Then does it? Does it say that? I don't think says, so. I think it's it empty. Four by one TB, so I'm assuming that meant that it was four. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> if they if they say, let's see, let me let me find it. That here. was on Amazon. You're on Amazon, and it's a five. Usually they don't come with drives, so I would really, really, really double check mm. before you um, before you do that. Let's see if I can find those. Actually, you can get a used Drobo, used 4-bay, the last generation, for 150 bucks. That's not bad. USB 2. They're really slow. That's the problem. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I need to get a link. Let's get this link. Copy. Let's see if this works. Are you monitoring the chat room chat? No. Yeah, that link works. It's on eBay and not on Amazon, unfortunately, so we don't get we don't get to take advantage of the Amazon credit for it, but... Um, this is the third gen USB three USB. Where am I? USB three. Hmm. Um, Two twenty nine. That's the cheapest I've ever seen them. The 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 time my kids see my kids bought me this one for my birthday. My son John worked for Drobo at the time, so it oh, um, he nice. got he got an employee discount on the deal. But. Nice. Uh, Still, still pretty expensive. Those guys chipped in. That was a big freaking deal for them, for my kids to chip and they in. Bought you, so they brought you the 4-bay. Is that what that is behind you? It's I a 5-bay. This is the 5-bay N, so it's network attached. So it's got a... Okay. 
Oh, that's cool. Yes. And then it had it came with no drives. You had to. You had to yeah, I had to put drive. the drives in it. Yeah, but I had a bunch of drives to to put in. Let me see if I can see what's in there. Do I have the Drobo dashboard? I need. I, I had to reinstall Windows on this PC over here. Hey, if you're listening on Spreaker, oh, I guess somebody is still listening on Mixler. Let's see if there's anybody. If you're on um, Spreaker, I'm going to cut you off. Thanks. Somebody's still on Spreaker, so we'll leave. We'll stay on Spreaker. All right, Mixler. Sorry. Um, zero available. Four hundred sold. Oh, it says zero available. Oh, yeah. Oh, Man. Yeah. It so it's not. Zero yeah, available. it does. Good catch, Tony. Good catch. So they sold out. Two twenty nine. That's a good price. Good price. Have one to sell. You can sell it now. I've had this version. I had the two O version as well. Um, you know, USB two O. I like them. I like the set it and forget it. Super easy. Um, yeah. So Lopta says I give away hard disks when I'm trying not to. So we gave away. Drobo shipped one to me. I think it was the three O version. Maybe it was two O. Drobo shipped one to me, to me, and then I was going to take it, I was going to test it, use it, and then take it to the meetup, and it was going to be a giveaway. So I was using it and forgot to take all the drives out when we went to the meetup and gave it away with a drive in it. Oh, man. And uh, at the time, I think it was a one terabyte drive, and they weren't, they weren't terribly expensive, but they're, they're not the $7 that they are now, you know, type deal. And uh, so... So I was like, hey, I'm missing a drive. We were at the meetup. I couldn't find a drive. You know, I'm like, I'm missing a drive. Where's this drive? Finally, we figured it out it never came out of the Drobo. So Kyle was good enough to bring it back. Kyle won it. Kyle Wilcox, one of our, our listeners, uh, won it. He brought it back, and I was like, you know what? Just keep it. You know, you need – he's a young kid just starting in life, and I'm like, you need a hard drive anyway, so just just keep it. So, nice. It's good, to, good, good to pay it forward a little bit, so – all right, if you are listening live, we're going to cut you loose. And uh, thanks for staying out. Uh, these guys never go away. We could talk all night. And I uh, appreciate that as well. And uh, we'll see you guys back here. Don't forget, next Thursday, Last Pass. And uh, help me get the word out. That's going to be a good podcast. So, especially with all the security problems we've had over the last six months to a year. And it's show 200. And it's show math. Oh, that's huge. I know. Huge, huge show. Come out and listen to Amber uh, next week. We'll see you guys.